and welcome to She Thinks, a podcast where you're allowed to think for yourself. I'm your host, Beverly Hallberg, and on today's episode, Julie Gunlock joins us to discuss the new nationwide network for women. It is called the Independent Women's Network. This subscription-based members-only platform is a community of strong, smart, and independent women who care deeply about our country and want the opportunity to freely discuss the most pressing issues facing our country. And joining us to talk more about that, of course, is Julie Gunlock. Julie Gunlock directs IWF Center for Progress and Innovation and is the author of the book From Cupcakes to Chemicals, How the Culture of Alarmism Makes Us Afraid of Everything and How to Fight Back. Julie also hosts the Bespoke Parenting Hour, a podcast that explores parenting issues and encourages parents to custom tailor their parenting that best fits them, their families, and their kids. Julie, always a pleasure to have you on She Thinks. Hey, Beverly. I always love talking to you. So I am thrilled that there is this new network, this new platform that women across the country can be part of. Again, it's called the Independent Women's Network. Tell us a little bit about what it is and how it came about. Yeah, like you, when I heard about this, when I knew sort of internally that we were working on this, I got so excited because, you know, I think that there is this feeling in the country among a lot of women that suddenly they need to be careful about how they talk. They need to, or maybe they can't talk. They can't say how they actually feel. They can't really share information or even ask questions. This is certainly true for me and my, my, I live in a very, very deep blue city um, where you are really harassed and made to feel very bad if you, for instance, say, I don't know, I'm a Republican, or I voted for Trump, or I don't know, I appreciate the free market, (laughs) or any of these traditional conservative views, um, you are really made to feel bad. And so I do find myself being careful of what I say. Um, I'm lucky, though, that I work at the Independent Women's Forum, and I have I, my colleagues are also my friends. You're you're my friend, and other women that I work with are friends of mine. And so I sort of always have this group of women that I can be honest with and grapple with issues. Um, but the thing is, a lot of women don't have that network of support. And I, and so I think the the reason IWF, I, I should say IW, the Independent Women's sort of network or group, um, started this is because we want to give women that support. We want to provide them a resource so that they can come and, and grapple with these issues and talk about these issues honestly and 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 really be able to carry on civil conversations and not be, feel like they're going to be shut down or shamed or harassed or for goodness sake canceled. Um, so that's the idea behind this network is women there's a small fee associated with it because it is a members only group. Um, and you come in and there's chat rooms, sort of very 19, you know, 1990s retro chat rooms. <laughs> um, and there's there's posts by some of the IWF staff and some contributors that we have. Um, but we also have some other really great features. So I really do encourage people to come in and poke around and, and take a look and join. And I think you brought up a great point, And that is, I know you and I, we have independent women's forum and this ability for us to be able to share with the other women that we work with our thoughts and our ideas and they're encouraged. We're not at all fearful that we will lose our job because we're speaking freely. And so I think about the women out there who may lose their job if they speak up, 
may face harassment by neighbors if they speak up. What do you say to those women who want to know about the security of the site? You say, maybe they're listening to it and they're saying, okay, you say that this is a safe place. How do I know that it is? We have people monitoring who comes in um, and, you know, monitoring the chats and monitoring what's posted at all times. So we can kind of get a sense, of course, you know, look, this is, this is the real world. There are trolls that, you know, we're not going to, block someone, you know, when they, when they apply to, to be a member of the network. Um, and so, you know, there is the chance that we'll get someone in there who is sort of there to troll or to harass, but, you know, we have mechanisms to, to get people out if, if they do do that. And we do require people to, you know, sort of check, uh, you know, put a check mark on, you know, we ask certain questions and there are rules within the network just because there's rules though, doesn't mean there can't be pretty, you know, uh, rigorous debate and and disagreements. And I think that's what is so interesting about this concept. At IWF, you know, there are a number of policy women. And, you know, as we uh, examine issues, as they come up, we sometimes have these staff conversations. Obviously, these are through email. And we talk about this, these issues. And we, we often do disagree, strongly disagree. Um, among each other, and yet we are able to have these disagreements and these conversations, which are really intellectually interesting to be a part of. And they really help us ultimately form what is going to be sort of IWS policy or IWV's policy on these uh, on these issues. And so it's really important that in the wider world that women be able to talk about things that are affecting their children, affecting their ch- their their families, their their professional life, their finances, their healthcare arrangements. These are issues that deserve scrutiny and deserve really serious conversations. And too often today, you know, I'll give you an example. In my own town, again, it's a very dark blue city. There is no questioning of what what government officials, the policies that government officials pursue. And if you do question them, you are often seen as this sort of bad person. Um, this happened a lot during COVID, where you had schools shut down, and you have a, and at least in my town of Alexandria, Virginia, you had a superintendent and a school board that were in absolute lockstep and would not open the schools for any any part of the the school population. So not for special needs kids, not for ELS kids. Those are English language learner kids not for even homeless kids, really, really sort of desperately vulnerable children. And, you know, when you raise those objections, when you said, you know, look, I really think that the school has got to work harder to accommodate these vulnerable children, you know, people would say things, well, look, our school, you know, officials know best and, we, you know, why are you questioning them? And they have the interest of the, and, and the reason we were questioning them is because children were suffering unnecessarily. And we were, you know, the women who did, sort of speak up, were shut down. And it was very clear that this conversation was not going to be tolerated. Now, for me, I mean, I work, you know, I, <laughs> I work for IWF. I'm sort of paid to do this, right, to ask tough questions. And nobody's going to get me fired for asking these very serious questions. But if you run a real estate agency, or if, if you are an insurance salesman, or if you run a small business, a restaurant, or something like that, and you're deemed sort of, you know, a, a, a troublesome person or, or a troublemaker, 
it could really affect your business. And so there is this quashing, I think, of conversation in a lot of these deep blue cities. And so we want to provide women this network where they can talk to other women and kind of sort of, you know, you have conversations and figure these issues out because it really helps when you're not alone. But this isn't, you know, I, I keep talking about conversations. This isn't the only reason that the network has been set up. There's another reason, and that is we want to support women who want to get more active in their communities. And one of the features that we have on the network is called the Resource Center. And Beverly, I'm, I know I'm going on long here, but I think this is one of the most important right. parts of the network. Um, it, it provides women some the resources that they need to stand up at a school board meeting, to you know, talk, to write an op-ed. There's a whole bunch of different things that we can talk further about. But I do think it's important that women know this isn't just about fellowship, which is a big part of it. It's also about giving women the resources to get active in their communities. And for people who are interested, if you want to sign up and become a member of Independent Women's Network, you can go to iwnetwork.com. That's iwnetwork.com. There are three different membership options that you can sign up for. So when you're hearing Julie talk about not just the fellowship that you have with other women, but also the resources available, go to iwnetwork.com. Be part of this team. Be part of this network of women across the country. And Julie, I was wondering if one of the reasons why the network was formed and came about is because so many women have have been speaking up across the country. You mentioned COVID, especially when it comes to education, the parents, including mothers who went to these school board meetings and threw caution to the wind as far as what this could mean for them personally. And they spoke up for their children on behalf of their children saying, I don't want my child masked or I want them back in school. This is enough virtual learning. We're even having parents speak out against CRT. I mean, the list goes on and on and on when it comes to education. Did this network come because IWF and IWV saw what was out there? And I'm sure that's part of it. Or were people asking for this? Did you find women speak up and say, do you have anything for us? A hundred percent. I will say that it's interesting because I feel like 2020 was, you know, sort of this year where these pretty shocking things happen, whether it's COVID, the COVID, the death of George Floyd, there were these sort of moments where we saw a cultural shift. We saw a on all sides of the political aisle, we saw this interest in suddenly speaking up and and rallying. And and sadly, we also saw violence and and rioting and looting. And that was an unfortunate, um, uh, you know, a part of, of these last two years as well. But I do think that, you know, all of this has made sort of everyone sort of wake up and say, you know what, I'm not going to be silent anymore. And particularly when it came to the school shutdowns, you have people who, I mean, the, the viral footage from, you know, the, from the Loudoun County School Board, which is just, you know, about 20 miles from where I live, is just astonishing. I mean, parents getting arrested for getting up and speaking and then other parents getting up and, and being so eloquent in their Speech, speeches about how some of these school policies are har- harming kids. And then there are other people who you can tell are much more insecure. They're, they, they're, they're, they sound a little bit more meek, but they're, gosh, you know, bless them. They got up and they, 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 they let their voice be heard. But what we want to do is support you in that if you want to get up and speak, support you in that. And so what we have as part of our resource center is how to write an op-ed. I mean, you know, I'm in this business. I write op-eds, you know, all the time. It's my job to write op-eds. I know how to write an op-ed. 
but there is a it, there is a formula. You have to there's a editors want to see they don't just print out anything and there's a way to do it that can make it easier to get published. How to write a letter to the editor? I mean, there are rules about letter. You can't just you know, you can't just submit a 1700 word letter and expect it to be printed as a letter to the editor. There are rules. So we spell that out for you. We also have resources on um, alternatives to public school, how to start homeschooling, the, the administrative structure of, of the public school. We have, you know, these are all things that as you're sort of, you're wanting to get active, you might find yourself going, eh, I don't understand how this works. One of our documents is how to FOIA. I mean, <laughs> that is, that's something, even though I'm sort of in this, I, I, I need help on, on things like how to FOIA. Who do you, who do you submit the paperwork to? Um, so we have, we, we have these very easy to read, simple. These are not four page documents. You know, they're about a page. We also have accompanying videos because sometimes it's better to sort of listen to the advice than read it. So we're trying to create a system where um, you'll be able to find the help that you need in multiple ways on this, on this site. Um, and I really, I encourage everyone again, we also have, and I think this is really great. Every week we post uh, sort of, we call it debate prep and it's basically talking points so that if you do want to go to your city council, if you want to go to your school board, if you want to know some talking points on the latest issues, these are the same talking points that, for instance, Beverly, I know you're on various uh, television shows every day, it seems like, and, and uh, uh, other IWF uh, um, spokeswomen, myself included. I use these talking points. If I'm going to go on to Fox News, for instance, um, I use these talking points to help me prepare uh, for the segment, and I know you do as well. And so we are now sharing these talking points that we prepare as a staff every week um, for you. And so I think that that to me is worth the $5 a month um, to be a part of this network. I would, you know, if I didn't have this job, I would love to have prepared talking points um, so that I could learn how to communicate about the issues. And that's, that's the other thing, the last thing I'll say about this, this network. You know, IWF does a lot of research and in, in the best way to communicate to women. You know, there are, there are ways in which women sort of shut down. They don't want to I don't, you know, there's, I think, I think a lot of women, um, you know, don't like a lot of yelling or don't like people to be mean to each other. I think in general, women are very civil. And I think that we are, we are trying to, we, in, in some of our resources, we try to convey that to women, to be polite, to be civil, to be kind and compassionate and to bring civility back, um, back to the public discourse. So um, these are all great resources. I really think women out there, um, conservative women, patriotic women, women who really care about the future of the country and the health of the educational system in this country will really get a lot out of this network. And just so listeners know, there are three different tiers to the membership. You mentioned one of them, Julie, which is $5 a month, only $5 a month. You become a member <laughs> and you get access to those chat rooms. You get exclusive content. And I think what you mentioned is such an important part, that resource center. So if you are looking to have resources to figure out how to get active, um, you have that with $5 a month. And you also have the ability to fellowship with other women who are concerned. Now, the next level up, the next 
next tier is the Member Plus. That's $12 a month. It has additional resources. And then Member Premium is $25 a month. The reason I want to mention this is because on this one, in addition to the extras that you get, you get a complimentary ticket to the annual awards gala that Independent Women's Forum puts on. It's my favorite event of the year. Last year, we couldn't hold it in person because of COVID. It was virtual. This year, it is going to be in person, correct, Julie, in November? As as of today, unless, you know, there's some sure. sort of crazy new policy. Down the <laughs> exactly. But as of today, it is. You never and know. There's a crazy new policy. We can talk <laughs> about it in the network. So that's something that we can do. But <laughs> before we close out, one of the things I wanted to ask you is if, if there's a, a woman li- listening right now and she's saying, you know, this sounds great, but I don't agree with IWF on all of their policy positions. Is this really going to be a home for me if I'm really only here because I care about my child going back to school full time and in person? What do you say to somebody who says I'm not really politically motivated or I don't agree with IWF on every issue? What do you say to that person? Well, I will tell you, you are welcome there. And in fact, we really hope that women that are kind of heterodox about things and not really that's why we're the independent women's forum. We believe that, you know, we talk about things in a way that is very relatable. And we're, we think that there are a lot of reasonable women out there that, you know, they want their, I'll just take CRT, for instance. I mean, nobody objects to children learning history, bruises and all shameful things and all about our country. And especially when it comes to the African-American community, we want children to learn about slavery, about Jim Crow, about the other things in our country and our racist past. That is really critical. But what we don't want when it comes to CRT and some of this anti-racist training, which they lie, the, the, the teachers unions are lying. This has been deployed in my own school district um, where I live. The teachers have been receiving this training. This is going to be integrated into the schools. And what I don't want is certain children told that their, 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 their quality is based on immutable qualities, like the color of their skin. And I also don't want other children told they're part of a victim class because of the color of their skin. It's a very dangerous message to send to young kids. And I think by and large, most women would agree with me. They want their children to learn all about American history, bruises and all, but they, they don't want this sort of pitting one one group of kids against another. And so this is what I'm saying about IWF, uh, this new network. Come and talk to us about that. We'd love to have rigorous conversation and debate. We have policy staffers who are immersed in this and, and, and can answer questions and really help you come to a decision on these issues without feeling bad for asking questions. This stuff is complicated. That's another thing. CRT, it is really complicated. And so I think what we want to do is sort of help women figure out how, what conclusions they want to come to with these issues. We don't want to tell you, you have to believe this way. And if you don't, it's wrong think. That's the opposite. But I will also tell you one last thing I'll tell you. We are having a lot of fun on this network. I mean, I put up my mom's banana bread recipe, which is kind of a family secret. I put up a recipe for my favorite um, cream of tomato soup. There's a lot of really funny videos that people are doing. It's not, look, there is serious side to it. The resource center is very serious, but you know, I think like any women, I don't, when I get together with my girlfriends and half of them are on the left and half of them are on the right. We're not always talking about politics. We often talk about 
you know, the latest thing, you know, accomplishments our kids are making or, you know, the, the headaches with scheduling. Um, and there's, you know, we talk about food an awful lot and home decor and other things. So we want women to talk about, um, about things beyond politics as well, if they wish to. And if they don't, if they're there for the resources, that is there for them. And they can engage as much as they want or, or just use the network for those resources. So everyone's welcome. Um, there is no there is no test to p- political test to take before you join um, to test you know how far you are on one side. Everyone's welcome, and we really do we really do appreciate diversity of thought on the network. And Julie, you and I were talking before we started recording this podcast. You said your son was was cooking something in the kitchen. If the <laughs> recipe goes well, maybe you should add that to the independent women's network as well your son's latest well recipe, look I think i'm not sure I'm, re- I'm not sh- i'm not sure i'm ready to add the experiments of a 12 year old boy but we will <laughs> we will see i and i will tell the listeners before i went on i did say before we started rolling i told my son if you set something on fire i cannot help you i am i am on a podcast so um so far so far so good no fire alarms have gone off there no i haven't heard any screams in the background so so i think we're good and and i would also like to point out even before i officially became part of independent women's forum gosh probably about two and a half years ago iwf was a great resource for me over the years i probably was attending events for probably Uh, 15 years even before I became part of it. So I can attest to the wonderful network that IWF Uh, is and how it helped me so much and and resources. So the Independent Women's Network is something I highly recommend. $5 a month is very reasonable. You get support from other women. Just go to IWnetwork.com. That's IWnetwork.com to sign up and hopefully we'll see you on the network. But for now, Julie Gunlock, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Beverly. Always great chatting. And thank you for joining us. Before you go, Independent Women's Forum does want you to know that we rely on the generosity of supporters like you. An investment in IWF fuels our efforts to enhance freedom, opportunity, and well-being for all Americans. Please consider making a small donation to IWF by visiting iwf.org backslash donate. That is iwf.org backslash donate. And last, if you enjoyed this episode of She Thinks, do leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. It does help. Also, we'd love it if you shared this episode and let your friends know where they can find more She Thinks episodes. From all of us here at Independent Women's Forum, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.